opposing the government and opposing the Conservatives. I'm afraid it's the hard left who want to tighten their control. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. And of course, we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any who dissent. Who are the hard left, Chris? Well, we know who the hard left are. in the you know, ascendancy I, I, within, the, within the Labour Party language. who associate with the hard left. You just said that we were right, too right wing. The hard left agenda, printing money, nationalisation without compensation, that sort of hard left wing position. Hard sort of left, the hard 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 left, hard left, hard left, the hard left, the hard left, 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 the hard left, 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 the hard left, hard left, left, hard left, hard left, hard left, hard left, 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 hard left, 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 hard left, Welcome to a very special episode of Real Politic Podcast. Mostly special because I've never ever hosted, which I'm doing now, so it's going to be terrible. Also with me today, for the first time, we've got a special guest, M. Hi, I'm M. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm alright. It's, it's a nice day where we are in the world. It is, isn't it? Yeah, we're actually recording in person. No <laughs> Skype to bother with. No internet issues. So My that. first time recording. Yeah. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Working 9 to 5. Oh, no. It's called 9 to 5? Yeah, the film 9 right? to 5. And, and maybe some other stuff here and there. Mostly focusing on Dolly Parton, right? Yeah, just because she's great and she's just obviously my role model and has been for approximately forever since I started like listening to her music when I was a kid growing up out in the southern part of America oh yeah I bet yeah <laughs> you know I mean and that seems kind of stereotypical right from the from the southern part of yeah the states and but there's definitely <laughs> much much worse stereotypes right. than Dolly Parton mm-hmm. about the south I mean Dolly's great, and these films are great. Yeah, uh, they, they have good messages for the most part. A, a lot to dissect, really. She's a obviously a huge role model for the queer community, mm. and that's I think a huge part of why I have always loved her. Probably should have been no surprise, like when I came out, because I have just been obsessed with Dolly Parton since I was right. a kid. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, didn't you say there was that one quote? Yeah, I, uh, I think just hand in hand loving Dolly, I also love drag. And she, there's this one quote by her that I really like that she says it's like, if she wasn't born a woman, she'd probably be a drag queen. And you yeah, know, I think that's just important because you know, since I'm a person who kind of struggles with like, you know, keeping myself on either side of you know the gender binary, like mm. when because she's so like, uh, you know, over overly feminine like so i don't feel bad when i am on that side of the yeah you know i think that's why i really love her too. Uh, a, a role model then, mm-hmm. and, 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 and for a, sure oh an ally for sure yeah, yeah. definitely not for right. me there were like tons of people yeah and that's why she's done like she's 
done so much shit and worked with like literally everybody right. like music tv yeah we were just looking movies. at the wikipedia list and i yeah. mean you already knew most of yeah. them, sure but i was like wow she has worked with everybody mm-hmm. and Queen for a Latifah, long time Palmer too. her first appearance on tv was what was in 1956 or something yeah. so she's been she was only 10 yeah uh but she, and she was not the main character i don't believe but she was she's been on her screens for some 65 years like and forever. singing for about as long as well she grew up super super poor like most people did like back then in the middle of nowhere in tennessee i think she's the fourth eldest out of like 12 Mm. kids like yeah and her both of her parents were things were stretched yeah 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 (laughs) and i think since they were so poor and her dad was not educated i think that's what kind of really made her want to go and uh start her imagination library where she donates books to kids everywhere like not just in the u.s like i think also in the uk and australia oh yeah yeah cool a cool person certified cool person doing some good work and uh if you've ever seen the film nine to five then (laughs) you'll you'll see that she's also fucking hilarious and uh, everyone needs the opportunity to tie their boss up and hold a gun to them honestly (laughs) that's the that's the message i take from that movie all the time (laughs) a beautifully anti-capitalist film anti-corporate yeah if you don't respect your workers bosses you are gonna get held up at gunpoint hogtied kidnapped (laughs) for a month (laughs) for a month so they themselves can make it more accessible to people of color and you uh, come back and they basically turned it into a co-op and everything's running perfectly and then, of course, you take the credit because you're a boss, and that's mm-hmm. what bosses do. Right. But yeah. And that's ultimately what happens at the end. So it's still, it, it ends up kind of well for the capitalist, but ultimately the message is quite anti corporate, mm-hmm. as you said. Uh, yeah. And I, th- I think it's not a stretch to say anti capitalist, at least anti full free market, unregulated capitalism, you know. Yeah. I need to find that meme. I haven't been able to find it ever since I found it. Or the first time and laughed my ass off where it's like basically mm. suggesting <laughs> that Karl Marx took his whole ideas out of Dolly Parton's book. And I was like, yeah. yeah. That's capital. I- <laughs> of, of, of nine to five. Nine to five. Yes. Yes. Right. And that was bi- like when I, I mean, obviously the school semester is over for me, but that was the song we listened to on the way out of those early mornings quite a few times. Oh, yeah. Our, our pep song. I mean, 1982, right? So definitely... 1980 was 9 to 5. 19, so 1980 like, is 9 yeah, to 5. Yeah, wow. Early uh, for something like Definitely yeah. a classic. Um, With Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin. Yes, cool. the the trio. They, they, they're all <laughs> amazing. Uh, they, they're, they're all lovely at holding up their bosses. <laughs> Directed by a certain Australian-American named Colin Higgins. Who only directed Nine to Five and Best Little Whorehouse, the other and movie that we like one other about. film that I've never heard of, um, Foul Play in 1978. Three films, two of which <laughs> we're talking about today. Yeah, what a lucky, like, what a lucky guy <laughs> to work with Dolly Parton. Yeah, very small career, but apparently a good one. And, and he's done like some they acting. all made money as well, so yeah. I don't know why. He hasn't done more work, but anyway. Maybe uh, he was like, you know what, this is it. I've done it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've worked with Dolly Parton, made I'm, 9 to 5. Honestly, I, I could Where die. else can I go, you know? 
Someone should just hit me on the head once I meet Dolly Parton because I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah, I love her so much. Yeah, so it's a, it's a great story. Uh, it deals with, of course, issues of capitalism, gender being right. a big part as well. Yeah, and, uh, sexual harassment in the workplace because the boss is just literally horrible. Yeah. Like the whole time, that's the whole reason. Like, like it, it, we're, we're literally <laughs> saying gets tied up and held at gunpoint for a reason. He's awful. Like, <laughs> he spreads these awful rumors about Dolly Parton's character, who is like very definitely based off of her own, like how she yeah. is. And I think that's like also in all the movies she's kind of in. Like you do a lot see of the her personality yeah. shine through. Yeah, and not it's not that she got typecast. She can definitely mm-hmm. act uh, her chops when she has to. It's just her personality yeah, is so like dominant. That, yeah, yeah you just, can see it. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't overshadow her talent. Sure, by far, and that's why she's still making music and making movies. One that's gonna or a series that's gonna come out later I was this just year, maybe sucking Dolly's dick. Here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that they do when they kidnap the boss and kind of try to make things better, they they introduce the whole idea of shifts, like having someone work mm. a morning shift and then trading off for someone to work like a later shift. At I think the time later would on. have been, I guess, revolutionary, especially yeah, for because an job. like they like the whole thing. Yeah, they yeah. even address like the whole some people choose to work uh, ten to six or whatever. Yeah. Some people trade shifts, and you know, as long as you're doing the work, why does it matter, really? Yeah. So, uh, I actually thought you were going to mention they also implemented uh, daycare, didn't they? Mm-hmm, they uh, had like big and, policy. Yeah, and when like <laughs> at the end when uh, the boss that they uh, kidnap when he's taking all the credit <laughs> the the big like the his boss he's like oh we had that a long time ago loved it we should have and he's like he's like oh um yeah that was all me yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. <totally. laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, it's um more they just make it more accessible in general Mm. yeah definitely just goes to show listen to your workers they know what they're fucking going (laughs) through uh they know what they have to do for work 
etc. Let them be in charge. Um, if you haven't seen it, definitely check out Nine to Five. So Wonderful funny. soundtrack. Um, oh yeah. I forget. Does it have lo- does it have much of her music other than the it obvious song? Of, yeah, you know, obviously um, Nine to Five, but I think it does have a couple more of her songs. Because it's not like a musical, like Best Little Whorehouse is. I guess it could be mm. like I believe it was it written. For, the song was written for mm-hmm. the film. Right? The album yeah. and the movie came out in the same year. I do yeah. remember that. There's not much here about music apart from that. So I don't. I mean, I'm sure there are a couple more songs, but yeah, it's, like you say, it's not a musical. Yeah, but unlike um, Best Little it Whorehouse, it is musical in right. nature uh and enjoyable mm-hmm. like, that is, uh, how, how, also that hilarious I scene too fast, that's before, sure. like yeah, i think no. it's before they actually kidnap their boss where they, yeah. they smoke pot together yes that scene is like one of my favorite scenes and they just have these wild like like fever I, dreams yeah they have yes. like like i was yes. like what was in that weed because they're having like types of dreams that i only have when i'm sick and have chugged like a bottle of night those bitches were fucking smoking pcp yeah like... because they have like vivid like Damn. themed visions of their boss's ultimate demise oh yeah all like highly anti-corporate highly (laughs) anti-boss lovely thematic dreams that are all wonderful uh set pieces in themselves i just want to smoke with dolly parton yeah (laughs) (laughs) you reckon dolly smokes she did in that movie (laughs) well i don't know if she does now hmm. she's probably too busy being wonderful i i I could Having a little doobie from time to time. <laughs> I'd ask her if I ever met her. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd definitely. Hey, Dolly, wouldn't. come on Real Politics. Tell us <laughs> if you smoke weed. <laughs> Make my dreams come true, please. <laughs> yeah, how did I almost forget that? That, that is a great. Those dream, those dream sequences. Were that movie. Made, I, I almost thought, hang on, stuff. did I like pass out for a second and we started watching a different film? What the fuck's happening now? Like, yeah completely different and definitely not what happens when you it's smoke just, it's, yeah it's funny it yeah, was like reefer, yeah. reefer madness too. yeah but the, yeah there was a touch of knowingness and like just general quirkiness that was just funny yeah. anyway so and, and it's and it's funny throughout the film so yeah it's yeah, just true. a good one certified good one and like the that wasn't even the first this that movie wasn't even the first time i saw dolly like um like on tv for before that i was just listening to music because my mom was obsessed so i was obsessed right um and uh, but the first time like i saw her was like when i was literally nine years old and watched disney channel hard i was a huge subscriber to those decoms but especially all those like original series that they had hannah montana was the first nerd yeah hannah (laughs) Hannah montana was the first time that i saw her like in 2007 quality like dolly yeah, parton on that nice. and then my mom was like okay now you can see nine to five you need to actually see what this bitch can do if you thought that was good watch this shit <laughs> yeah, yeah and that's my mom <laughs> sounds like a lovely lady yes <laughs> and then came best little whorehouse when i was a little bit older because the all of her movies and a lot of what she does seems to always have like a sex positive theme and that definitely extends into best little 
whorehouse, especially because the uh, I think I don't, I don't know the title may suggest a little it, bit. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be about like um, I, I don't know a, a, a seal, a pup seal, <laughs> like you know, learning how to hunt fish in the <laughs> Arctic, you know, and and. Uh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's exactly what it says on the can, really. Yeah. Um, 1982, based on a musical co- a comedy play. Yeah, um, definitely. Me- and it has a lot of her own music. Yes. She she brings back, I think, in the end, um, one of her definitely most famous songs, I Will Always Love You. has a crazy beginning story but either way it's a beautiful song what's Um, what's that like the why she wrote that whole song well because you know she herself got her whole start on like Mm. you know music on radio then her big break on tv but then porter wagner like this other tv music guy country music guy like kind of had his claws in her for a couple of years uh, in like when let her go yeah when really let her go independent when she was starting to get really wealthy because i think it was around that time that she wrote like jolene like which Uh, now is like a huge bop like especially people when i say jolene they're always like oh i love that pentatonics cover and i'm like oh my god (laughs) i mean that that the i watched the video where she herself has in it and it's pretty fire but yeah yeah, but then she kind of wrote that song like as part of her breakaway when she was oh, yeah. getting, okay. you know, getting away from Porter Wagner, and that's yeah, she brings it back in '82 and she sings it to beautiful, beautiful Burt Reynolds. And then, of course, not that I've ever seen it, but it's fairly famous for being at the end of uh, the Bodyguard, but that's Whitney Houston. Yeah, Whitney version. Houston's version, which is yeah. wonderful. Love the little Whitney. Uh, <laughs> I like Whitney. It's, it's, I did, yeah, sure. It's not Dolly though. No, no. Um, but yeah, a lot of great music. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the other, the, a little, a little bitty pissant so, country place being one yeah. of my favorites. It's just a little bitty pissant country place. Nothing much to see. No drinking allowed. We get a nice quiet crowd. Plain as it can be. It's just a Billy Swat no time country place. Nothing too high tone. Where they're just talking about the general, like, talks about the start of the whorehouse in question in mm. the movie and, like, what the expectations are and, like, what the environment kind of is of the the whorehouse and the ladies that live in it and constantly reassures us that there's nothing dirty going on. Yes, here. <laughs> there's nothing dirty going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hit the bong? Kind of. It's just a little bit missing country place. No, I There's a lot of bops on here. I yeah. also like sneaking around. Oh, yeah. That's a tune. Sneaking around. Uh, what is, is Watchdog Report? Or yeah, Texas, Texas has, has a whorehouse in it. it. <laughs> That's like the refrain of the whole film. Just, Texas, Texas has, has a whorehouse house in it. it. <laughs> yeah, like there's only one, which is a, a, 
an absurd like <laughs> that's an absurd uh, assumption that there would only be one right. because like we said that a lot of the foundation of the united states like like how it was especially in like the south and in the west was prostitution like there was oh, yeah. a lot of money in that at the start and like where like the, how the, the towns got I by. think there's been a bit of pushback in, uh, lately but the, the traditional historical narrative is that uh, prostitutes were the first women in the west like yeah. the first white women they were built in the, well they were building a lot of like what the money was like yeah the miners would go and get gold get paid and what would they do they'd get yeah. booze and sex right? and then what the women would do and it's also outlined in this movie they would put that to better use like even dolly mm. she goes and uses the money from the funds that they get from yeah. the whorehouse to pay for the little leagues like they actually, the, actually the women would use that money to construct the yeah, communities yeah they they use it to for the betterment out. of their uh communities and, their and way so of yeah a lot of these little towns in texas were literally built on the backbone mm-hmm. and and if you think about where where we where we are you know me and you like here in talking, montana yeah we're it, in it's montana. known on the show yeah. yeah yeah we're in montana and there's history of prostitution here too and it's yeah and it's, it's really a western important. place yeah. not quite like texas but similar in a lot of ways yeah and because sex work is important hint hint <laughs> wait yeah got another nice big old bong rip to add to the collection of recorded bong rips in the real politic archives but now it's, that, that was it's my first bong hit on the podcast <laughs> it's a milestone <laughs> This is going to be a very intense edit. I don't think I'm going to, because I'm going to want to keep a lot of this, I think, but then not all of this, obviously. I'm going to have a bong myself now. Can I also just talk more a little bit about um, my upbringing in Dolly, maybe? Yeah. Of about, because one of. Talk about anything you want. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a couple songs that also have a lot of good memories but there's also this stretch where i black out and i have a bunch of these memories from around seventh grade where they played a couple dolly songs throughout this three-month period where they taught us to do nothing in gym class except uh square dance which was a little (laughs) bit traumatizing um so i I, I, I found it absolutely baffling but i guess that's and i think maybe because i love um you know but they could have they could have done something the, the thing is, they could have done something normal or healthy, like baseball or a comprehensive sexual education, you know, not just abstinence only. Uh, you know, they did the chunky water thing and the for our STI. Uh, I want to explain that. The chunky water thing? Oh, my God. Is that, like, not something not, that not might not be well American known? listeners might not really So, I don't pretty, know. If you guys want to know. Sex education is not brilliant. But it's definitely better than abstinence. Oh my god, let's talk about sex. Let's talk about it. So, because I wasn't wasn't allowed to for for like a long time. Because this is what growing up in the southern part of the United States is often like. Especially like kind of 
end of the thousands, early two thousand tens for me when I was Would in it middle be in school. Bush years? No, I think this I this was when Obama was still in office, but like that oh, matter okay. at the South has still not really gotten that much better. Um but what they did for sexual education, they talked a little I mean, bit about STIs. trying to set time. Like, frame. oh, yeah. <laughs> STIs, they did the chunky water thing where they had everybody, like, they had a few volunteers come up and they had these, they had, like, eight kids with water and two mm. kids with, like, these nutty, like, chunky butter bars and had everyone, like, take a sip, pass it down. And then right. the kids would, like, chew, but not, like, chew and swallow. And those kids would, like... And they were supposed to be, like, the kids with STIs. And that was supposed to show that you were dirty after that. Yeah. Like, and that oh, was basically yeah. the whole thing. Like, very don't do it because you were dirty. And that was basically the whole message the whole time. The one I have heard secondhand, I, I didn't get this, but... The tape thing? Yeah, the tape Yeah, I did the tape thing, too. If, if you stick tape on, yeah they like took a clear something. piece yeah. they had a line of kids they took a clear piece of tape just stuck it on their skin and you can see like i mean you can do this yourself like you put pieces yeah. of skin, you can see that the it, tape it's not little, science it's your skin. yeah you're, you're dead your dead <laughs> skin cells come off and you can see it it looks a little it, filmy it, yeah. and that's supposed to indicate that each person that touches that tape like that tape represents your sexuality yeah yeah because you know people don't shower people don't wear condoms people don't do anything like that yeah and they don't they don't teach you anything about that either i mean uh yeah and it was they don't teach you about showering and i went to high school (laughs) a brief yeah a brief period of time in high school where it was still like a lot of prayer in school happening and like it was public school that said i think i've told you you know in in england they have prayer at least when at least when i went for about a year or two in in like first grades they had prayer prayer morning every morning in in school there so Mm -hmm. it's weird because everybody seems more atheist sort of in society but then the schools are like oh jesus oh we love i I got some kind of permission to sit out but it was still funky yeah and you know there's we can talk a whole bunch of like about the bad things about the south but i think back to just reeling yes. it back into dolly yeah let's get back like, on the subject. She, a being bit. a southerner myself she has taught me that there you know there's obviously a lot of different ways to be southern and uh, actually yeah, people down sure, there sure. can benefit from like people who think a lot like me and like yeah, it's exactly like if you their, all yeah. fucking exodus then it's yeah. gonna be a shithole like people think it is because mm-hmm. only the shitty people are left yeah yeah. yeah, and of course there's a, there's the band me and Jack are fans. I don't know if you're aware of them. They're called the Drive By Truckers. Oh, are we just talking about more country music? Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to tangentially <laughs> mention that because you said Dolly taught you a different way of being southern. Well, yeah, and they all a lot of their music is about the positive side of the south mm-hmm. and all that stuff that you don't see if you're right. not from there and also what it's like to be a southerner yeah. and not be a racist bigot or whatever yeah and grow and being like what is mm-hmm. up with all these freaks around me <laughs> but despite our best intentions it pains me to report we keep swinging for the fences coming up a little short we sure can get it wrong Someone so devout I hear you whistling past the graveyard looking down Whistling past the graveyard looking down
it takes a lot like if you come from the south and like maybe have family who have a lot of like shitty opinions and views like yeah. to, it's, it takes a long time for you to think of yourself as like not a dumb hick and sure. like right. obviously it took me a long time to think that too but like dolly still you know makes me yeah. like feel That's okay great. about yeah. living southern sometimes obviously i don't think i'll ever fucking live there again yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, like mean, but i still like the weather some, can be nice like i like country music and uh, being southern yeah so yeah, even though i need to not be there but, right yeah, now. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't listened to them definitely do check out the drive-by truckers especially yeah. and definitely listen to everything dolly has ever made <laughs> southern rock opera is my favorite yeah. that's like all about everything it's it's an epic uh but yeah dolly my other favorite female country artist tanya tucker jody messina yeah pretty good carrie underwood some of her songs are still fucking bop that's more current <clears throat> i don't know yeah but what were we talking about before uh, we took a little best smoke little break there? yeah we were talking we were trying to finish talking about in texas have we yeah. ever actually said the full title i don't know oh yeah the best little whorehouse <laughs> in texas which there's only yeah. One. yeah, and we were yeah we did that we talked a little bit about that song that kind yeah. of implies Texas, like that's a <laughs> yeah. because the the whole story they just keep yeah. on randomly maybe we should mention what the storyline maybe is like yes, why the story maybe the whorehouse is in jeopardy maybe like yeah, it, do it, do you but yeah like the there's this whole song of like why they're doing it um but it's a it's it takes place like when it was made kind of like maybe early 80s like and it's like really sex negative (laughs) oh yeah yeah and people so there's this one guy who's like like kind of faux southern from new jersey and he's kind of in like like forming this public outrage that there's this one whorehouse in texas which is a ridiculous well i think his big beef is that not only is there this whorehouse in texas god damn it (laughs) but the police are overlooking it oh yeah he's like there's obstruction of justice and yeah this was genuinely confusing me at first when i watched it because i was like because at first it's like it seems like a consumer reports dude he seems like the kind of guy who's like oh this car says it gets 25 miles per gallon but it actually only gets 20 you know yeah he seems to be going like more of a technical route so i'm like what does that got to do with a whorehouse like i was so baffled but then the other people like are really morally outraged yeah 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 because I think, like, oh, well, I Dolly... see you're sex negative and you suck yeah. and you're a nerd and nobody ever blew you. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, like yeah. Dolly and all the officers and all the men and all the governors who seem to frequent this place who kind of just know it as a thing. And there's a lot of, the, you know, the women know who she is because they come, she comes in and helps them, gives yeah. them money from what she does to for the betterment By of the community. For the little league and all that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, just that whole song, the Texas has a whole house in it. It's so <laughs> funny. you if you don't watch out? Watchdog sees and watchdog knows. Watchdog keeps us on our toes. Watchdog assures you that the law's the law. No exceptions to the rules. Watchdog ain't no fool. Watchdog protects you, he's out on the prowl, guards and checks the best he can. Watchdog is a fighting man. Watchdog will throw his beam of light around. If some 
Texas has a whorehouse in it. Lord have mercy on our souls. Texas has a whorehouse in it. Lord have mercy on our souls. I'll expose the facts, although it fills me with disgust. Please excuse the filthy dark details and carnal lust. Filthy dark details and carnal lust. Dancing going on inside it. Don't you see they've gone plumb wild? I inquired, no one denied it. Now I think I'm getting riled. Bodies close together, arms and legs all rearranged. And the sheriff does not close it down. That's very strange. Does not close it down, that's very strange. Me not juiced up, bringing Gene Honky Donk Cowboys. Oh no. Mixing with green eyed, thin lipped, hardest nails, peroxide blonde. Some types that you'd never guess would venture near Acting all depraved and loose and wild Ninety miles from here And now our own Melvin P. Thorpe Sanger Texas has a whorehouse in it I'll not let this scandal fade Texas has a whorehouse in it I'll uproot and I'll crusade I can smell corruption And I'll fight it to the top Loveless copulation going on This is Melvin P. Thorpe saying I'll be back with new and revealing information about this and other cases. Watchdog never sleeps. And it must Oh, yeah, yeah. One, one, one thing that I noticed just like was that, yeah, you, you don't. You, you certainly get Dolly's point of mm-hmm. view as the madame. And she's the very uh, strong female lead. And yeah. she's definitely trying to show that this is a Texas like institution that needs to be, like, it's professional and needs to be maintained. Yeah. But you, you, you don't actually really get any of the sex workers' point of views yeah. at all. They're just all ensemble doing dance numbers and mm-hmm. singing and... And maybe that's because it's a musical. Like it, it's a, it's definitely but, like musical. none There's of them come to the forefront and become like yeah. a major character. Like, oh, hey, I got this problem with the establishment. Right. I would definitely so, like to see like what they. Well, I think you, at the end of the song, like in the end, when it ultimately the whorehouse does go down, because I mean, spoiler, uh, alert yeah, spoiler for alert, a yeah, thirty-year-old film, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nearly forty-year-old, yeah, catch up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when it does ultimately close down, close down, there's the, the, all the girls come out and sing and kind of, you get a, like a look into what they're going to do yeah, after that. a little glimpse. Yeah, yeah. And like, but not what they're experiencing and she, and in real Dolly's time, credit, which, which she, I would have really liked. Yes. But I'm such Dolly's a Dolly whore credit, that I was like, oh. uh, She does seem to have like tried to make them well-rounded women who. Right. Yeah. Uh, will, you, you're not particularly worried for how they're going to turn out. Like they'll. Yeah probably be okay yeah, in the, in the opening one of the opening songs that's like 
she she says like look out for pimps i know how to use a gun like, don't worry <laughs> yeah. i got you just do your work like she she tries to make it seem like really business oriented and respectful mm. respectable which i think was more appropriate for the time period like 82 and I would say, beginning yeah. of women's lib and wanting to be taken more seriously yeah you gotta kind of play along to be taken seriously yeah. avenue and so i think seriousness so was not really nine to up. five was more anti-corporate and this but this was more like pro sex you pro know, sex work positive and, sex yeah yeah um Which a, bit, a bit less anti-sex work musical uh, since ultimately dolly is a wealthy uh matriarch essentially yeah but you know it's you know yeah but yeah. she does dip she's often she dip her toes into philanthropy with her <laughs> i'll take her with her book oh, charity yeah, time. and you know wanting to see a lot of inclusivity even today with like gay people weight inclusivity people mm. of color film and fashion and tv yeah. like with dump like most probably recently like with dumpling that movie on netflix even though yeah. she didn't really have a huge hand in producing it like her whole life late story last year i, I think, think I, it may 2018 yeah which was a I, I thought it was a really really cute movie and one of my favorite roles that i've seen jennifer aniston play when she's the mom of yeah as a bit of a cold-hearted, uh, you know, yeah, uh, ex beauty queen, yeah, yeah. and she she was busy beauty. She was busy beauty. She was a little. She was busy being the beauty queen, and her daughter was like idolizing Dolly and like all that. Yeah. So there's a lot of like whole Dolly's life story referred in the film and uh, and the positive you know. messages of her music and right <clears throat> the sort of the positive influence of just believing that you know yeah. it doesn't matter what society says is like beautiful or successful or whatever like you just be you and you can shine through you know that kind of uh, positive message and it's which can, can be sappy if done poorly and i don't i don't think it was that sappy yeah. there might have been moments maybe from what a, i recall maybe there's like a hard uh, line to tread with sappiness and like um, it trying to be empowering yeah exactly right but right. this definitely was more on the empowering like For sure. still definitely brought a tear to my eye but it was like yeah. that whole ending scene where she does hear you come again which is just like a real like awesome a, a, a like, very body positive film yeah. uh, uh very just emotionally positive yeah. film really and if you're in a down mood or feeling bad about yourself i uh, mm-hmm. recommend watching dumpling yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there's so some it's a little chicken noodle soup for the soul film yeah there's a few if you're interested in drag like me you'll be pleased because there's a few cameos from a few oh yeah, pretty yeah big drag i remember queens. i don't know their names but i remember it's <laughs> like oh come up You don't remember Ginger Minge? I think it's Ginger Minge who's oh, okay. like the. I think she's. Um, I'm gonna say you're she like does the, the drag expert. Yeah. Uh, Real politics. It's been a minute. It was, it's, yeah, it's been a or the drag correspondent. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but. Ginger Minge. What was I gonna say about Ginger Minge? Uh, was there anybody else? Maybe you were gonna say that, or um, you're just gonna say something about Ginger. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. She was just kind of. Because Ginger Minge, how Ginger Minge was like incorporated in the film, the main character's aunt, who was really her reason for getting into Dolly, like she helped drag queens in her local scene mm, that's in right, Texas. Yeah. Like, 
and Ginger Minj, who I can't remember if her persona in that film's name was, but she kind of got her, the main character, to go all dragged out for this pageant that she kind of spitefully entered to go against her mother. So... To try and embarrass so her or something. So this cis girl ends up winning with sort of drag style, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you come again Just when I've begun to get myself together You walk right in the door Just like you've done before and wrap my heart round your little said like a lot of uh what we're going to say um like we're other than that we're excited for her stuff that might be coming out on netflix later this year oh yeah uh what 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 was the name of that again it was something about heartstrings heartstrings yeah Yeah, some kind of mini series gonna be coming to netflix yeah we were a little vague about what it is but um, something about the inspiration of Dolly's songs, right? Mm-hmm. We should probably just conclude. Okay. But yeah, it's been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Covered just... most of the bases. There, there is still, I mean, I say cover most of the bases. There's a lot to Dolly. And yeah. of course, a lot that we haven't covered. Like, barely touched her musical side, really. <laughs> right. If you just, um, if you want to laugh, cry, be excited, and feel gay, kind of all in a span of 30 minutes, just go listen to some of her music, or just obviously go watch her her movies. Like, yeah. a lot of her And she has done really a lot funny. more films than the ones that we've talked yeah, about Yeah, like, she today. can do some serious acting, like in Steel Magnolias, which we didn't really talk about, because I haven't yeah. really watched it that much, and I like the funnier stuff more, I guess. But... So there's more out there, but that's the stuff that we're most familiar with and probably the biggest, uh, uh, definitely the main set pieces you should check out if you're curious. Um, Burt Reynolds is sexy. Oh yeah, seriously. He is awesome in that movie and I love him singing in sneaking around with you it, which is another song that we really like yes shirtless because yeah. she just for most of it most of that and movie li- she was little just underwear blow, that he doesn't like, want to put balls on. hard like oh, most yeah. of the movie <laughs> so it's really funny yeah he's definitely gonna blow a big one <laughs> <laughs> and i think that's where we should leave it listeners yeah, like burt reynolds hairy chest i hope you grow to love her just as much as i do because she's awesome oh yeah dolly parton the two yeah yeah
to conclude Dolly Parton. <laughs> this episode about Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> should probably say something about her. She's We might go watch Oops. Dumplin' again just so we can listen to the music and cry. <laughs> <laughs> I like fancy frilly things. High heel shoes and diamond rings. Ragtime bands and western swing and sneaking around with you. But I like beer and rodeos, detective books and dominoes, football games and Cheerios, Cheerio? and sneaking around with you. Sneaking around with you, going around that too, doing what lovers do, whenever they're sneaking around. I like lots of cash on hand and dirty jokes about the fuller brush man. I like stuff I understand, like sneaking around with you. Stuff? You know, I like a Friendship that don't ever change And laughter from the joy of things And, and sneaking around, around with you Sneaking around with you Going around or two Doing what lovers do Whatever they're sneaking around It's exciting, it's young people, it's crowdsourcing. And it comes out as milk.